0: Welcome to The Honest Pour with John Lennart, where we go beyond the bottle to connect you with the people and places that make each wine so unique. Italian wines are undergoing a renaissance. The campaign, Italian Wine, Taste the Passion, is bringing this renaissance to light for American consumers. The Brothers Castagnetti might be at the forefront of this movement. Unlike families who have been making wine for generations, their family has a history of grape growing, but didn't start making wine until the 1990s. Today, they produce wines at their state-of-the-art winery in Valpia with grapes grown in their 100-hectare vineyard. I sat down with Armando Castagnetti to talk about the complex topic of wines from Valpia his family's approach to making unique wines using traditional methods, and, of course, to taste some delicious wines. This episode of The Honest Pour is sponsored in part by Fooditur.com, bringing you the stories of Chicago's chefs, restaurants, and people who make food all over town. Hi, welcome to The Honest Poor. I'm John Lennart. Joining me today is Armando Castagnetti of
1: Tenuta de San Antonio. Welcome to the show. Oh, nice. Thank you. So, tell me about Tenuta San Antonio. Tenuta San Antonio it is a, a younger winery in the Valpolicella. We are Verona. Verona it is a city uh, between Venice and Milan, near Lake Garda, um, in Valpolicella area. Uh, Our history is not too long. We started to produce wine only in 1995. Oh! Yes, and uh, before we produced grapes. My father produced grapes uh, always. I was born in the vineyards. I worked always in the vineyards, and uh, my father he was one the founder of the wine cooperative in our valley. And uh, his life he was in uh, in the wine cooperative. Hi, and my another three brothers. We decided to change and to start to produce wine in 1985, first vintage.
0: What, why? 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 Why the change from farmer to winemaker? Exactly.
1: It's a good question. But I think uh, we were not satisfied to produce only grapes. No, there is a limit. You produce, you work one year for produce grapes, and when you harvest, you finish the harvest. It's you finish your work. Your work. Then, uh, honestly, it was a, a limit. No, of your work, and uh, we had the opportunity to visit uh, many uh, area in Italy, different area like uh, Brunello, like uh, Toscany, Piemont. and uh, we had the opportunity to see uh, where, or what you can do after this limit of production grapes, and honestly, probably we stay really well also before, <laughs> and uh, but. We were young, and uh, we said, why not? Uh, We have a fantastic place, fantastic grapes. We are in one of the history area of uh, wine, like Valpolicella, Amarone, then uh, why not? And uh, we started with a small project for five, six years, and uh, when, because our experience, it was really limited, really low. Then uh, after five, six years, when we understand, probably uh, this is our work, we decided to invest uh, more than, uh, because uh, our case, it was different than normal case. Usually the wine, they have the cellar and not the vineyards, you know? In our our case, it was different. We had the vineyards made from my father, and, uh, but uh, we were without cellar. Then in, 18, in 2000, we decided to, 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 to do the new cellar, and uh, now it is 22 years. Were your vineyards in your family prior to your father? Yes, we started with uh, the vineyards of our father, uh, but but did, was
0: it your grandfather? How many generations? Yes, yes. We, were, uh, we worked always
1: in the vineyards. Always? Uh, always. So
0: your family has a exactly. history, but exactly. no winemaking history. Exactly. Just
1: Greek, exactly. But we produce only, only grapes. Then uh, when we started, uh, we had uh, 30 hectares than my father, and now we have uh, instead about 100 hectares. Oh, you've grown quite a bit. Yes, yes, yes. What's your total production? Uh, the total production it is about six seven hundred thousand bottles. Okay, fairly large scale then.
0: Yes. So you must have built. It's a, not a pretty big, big impressive, but, uh, exactly.
1: But we are four family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're four brothers, exactly. And is one is one of your brothers
1: responsible for the winemaking? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, each one uh, with a different responsibility. In our, in my case, uh, my work it is the commercial administration, especially the foreign market. My brother, Paolo, is the winemaker. Uh, Massimo is the youngest brothers. He work in the vineyards. He's is responsible of the production of the grapes. And Tiziano, it is our um, our uh, main. Our I uh, do you say his work is the organization. Is he helping me in the Italian market because it is a one day.
0: Sure, very exactly,
1: difficult uh, market, complicated. Very. <laughs> it's the biggest market for us, but also really difficult.
0: Are you st- are you still selling grapes that you grow, or do you keep all your grapes for the
1: wines that you make? No, no. We we produce uh, our wine with our grapes. And stop. Uh, in the past, until five six years ago, usually uh, it was normal to create a wine with a part of our grapes, a part that we sell. Now we use all the grapes and for, for producing wine, yeah.
0: Where about in Verona? What's special about the area where your vineyards are?
1: Yes, we are in, I say before, in a historic area. Then we produce a wine with a, a local grapes. The Pulicella, it is a particular place, particular area. It is a unique area in Italy where with the same grapes we can produce two different wines. Uh, But Pulicella, uh, it is uh, made with a blend. It's not the same, I don't know, Toscani, Sangiovese, uh, Brunello is made with Sangiovese, Barolo is made with Mm -hmm. Nebbiolo. In our case, uh, uh, it is a blend. Our regulament, it is uh, really elastic, but usually uh, it is a minimum free grapes. Uh, Corvina, Veronese, Corvinone, and Rondinella. Corvina, Corvinone it is uh, two uh, grapes, the same family for us, but it is two different grapes. One is the Corvina Gentile, Gentil Corvina, because give the wine a sensation really soft, uh, fruity. Corvinone, One, big one. Then uh, the name, is, say it is a big grapes, big berry. It is a, a grapes uh, give the wine more structure. Uh, usually the wine it is richer, but sometimes it is green vegetable. Note, then it's important to To understand where is the vineyards, no. If, for example, the vineyards are in the high level of the sea or low disposition, the soil is rich or the soil is arid, then it's possible to create a different blend with different percentage. Rondinella, it is the first grape. Uh, For me, it's a nice grapes because it is a floral. Give it a wine sensation, um, floral, like a rose, violet. Very pretty. Exactly. And at the end, uh, every producer, we can use uh, another five, six different historic quality grapes. Like uh, in the past, it was normal Molinara or uh, Negrara Trentina, um, Barbera sometimes, Sangiovese, uh, Oseletta. All into the, the, the Yes, we can use a maximum 10% of these grapes. Okay. In the past, it was normal to use Molinara. But Molinara, it is a grapes uh, really generous. Uh, produce a lot, and sometimes it's pink. It's not so red. Mm-hmm. If you want to produce a wine uh, with a nice color, rich, it's better to use uh, other grapes, like uh, Croatina, Oseleta, Negrara. In our case, uh, the blend of Amarone, especially, uh, it is made with uh, 5% of Croatina, 5% of uh, Oseleta.
0: And you use the same uh, grape varieties in making the Volpiacella
1: and exactly. Amarone. exactly. I said before it is a unique area where we can produce uh, two different wines, because
0: uh, Well three it, really, right?
1: Volpia exa- and ex- Yes, it's also ripasso. So
0: you vinify your if you take these grapes and you vinify them, yeah. You make volpia cello.
1: Yes. What with do you a, need what do you need to do grapes. then to make uh, amarone? hmm right, the regulament say you can produce twelve ton four hectare, okay, of grapes and usually every year we can select the best grapes for producer Marone. Usually it is a 50, 50%, but every year is different. The consortium give us the date, the quantity uh, of a percentual. Oh, we okay. can select. So the
0: consortium The decides. consortium,
1: exactly. The consortium study how is the stock the wine in the winery, you know? and if they decide there is too much quantity, it's better to select less quantity or sometime we have a vintage, not so high quality, not so uh, climate uh, so nice, then uh, the quality probably is not so nice. It's better to select uh, less.
0: So the consortium is doing this really to assure quality of the Amarone.
1: Exactly, absolutely. So you've selected your grapes. Then we select the usually the, 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 the grapes, and we put these uh, grapes in open boxes and age in the big warehouse for dried, okay? For regulament, dried for three months, in this warehouse. The second selection, usually we wait um, about uh, ten day, fifteen day to pick up, and uh, this second selection, is a, it is a fresh grapes for producer for right. it's a Pulicella. But it is clear if you select the best grapes for producer Marone. Honestly, it's difficult with the sure, second selection sure. create a really nice for Pulicella then uh, usually this second selection it is always light and sometimes also a little green, no? It's not so nice because the best grapes, it is used for a marrone. So in this case, uh, we needed to create uh, a wine uh, with a technique of ripasso. And uh, usually it is a wine made with two different fermentation. The first, it is uh, in September, when you pick this second selection, ferment in stainless steel and the wine aged in stainless steel. Okay, so usually in December, January, we fermented the Amarone grapes in, in the tanks and uh, after the fermentation, we remove the wine in the, in the barrels. So this is Amarone. But in the tanks, we have again the, the skins of Amarone with some residual sugar and some residual juice. At this point, in the normal situation, we take these skins and we give this uh, the distilleria for producer grappa, OK? But in our case, the skins are dried. Then there is, again, uh, some, something important. So in this case, we take the young of the Pulicella made in September, and sometimes light and green, and we put into the tanks a contact of the skins of marone. This contact is called ripasso, because the young of the Pulicella, light, sometimes green, Repassed over the skins of Amarone. This content um, created a small secondary fermentation. And after one week, usually, this content, the wine changed completely. It is a fresher, fruitier, and richer.
0: So you have some of that characteristic of that high-quality fruit that went exactly. into the Amarone exactly. to support and lift up maybe
1: the lesser exactly. quality. Exactly, Amarone. exactly. In this case, uh, uh, it's clear, depending on what you want what do you want to do? Because uh, it's possible to create the, or a big style of a riposo. For example, if you remove uh, the wine, one day or two day before finish the fermentation, you can leave um, a little more, more lively, sugar, more, more, more juice, then it's clear, the result of a ripasso will be uh, higher. No? If you want to create a wine, instead a uh, balance, really soft, Easy to drink, uh, is clear. You, you wait, they finish the fermentation of Amarone. Then uh, we use uh, the second uh, contact uh, of the skins of Amarone.
0: So, in, in the Ripasso, after the secondary fermentation, exactly. does that then go into oak to age? Yes, but big oak. Yes,
1: uh, well, The history in Puricella, the tradition, it is the uh, bigger barrels, 25, 30, until 50 hectoliters. In our case. Uh, our choice it is uh, uh, to use the um, tonneau, uh, 500 liters, not so big, uh, because uh, it's important to remember our experience. When we started to produce wine, it was uh, really low, no? Or zero. No, no experience, right. Uh, then uh, the, the big barrels is important, but it's important to have experience to use these barrels. And uh, the, the small barrels... Permit uh, us to create a wine uh, fruitier, clean, and uh, fresher. The bigger barrels is fantastic. I like personally the style of bigger barrels. But uh, after 10 years uh, or 12, 15 years, the expression of the wine is different than the the small barrels because uh, it's important to washing really well. The barrels, but there are always some note of uh, reduction. So some a note of note, exactly yeah. different than uh, new barrels. No, uh, so in this case, uh, in our in our farm, we have about uh, 2,000 barrels. We buy we buy every year 300 350 French. barrels French oak tonneau 500 liters, and we put uh, outside the same quantity. So in this case, every six seven years. We have we the turnover, the rotation is Then we are sure to create a wine with a, our, our idea. Clean, first, fresh, and the fruity. So this is uh, our experience. No, Also, uh, with a, a small barrels, the wine usually it is already a little early than the bigger barrels, right, right. because the volume of the hood is uh, uh, more more influence. exactly, exactly. Terrific. Should we taste some wine? Oh, sure, absolutely. Okay, what should we start with? Uh, first. I like uh, to introduce our Valpolicella Superiore Ripasso. Okay, so this is the Ripasso.
0: This is the the wine that's the Valpolicella made with the uh, the secondary
1: fermentation of the. Uh, exactly, Amarone. exactly. Some some people they say it is a, a baby Amarone, no? Because yeah. uh, it is a wine. Uh, contact the, the, the skins of a maroon. So um, the, the label is, is called uh, Monti Garbi. Monti Garbi, it is the name, the place where we are, in the top of the hill, about 300 meters above sea level. And it means, Monti is a mountain, mm-hmm. Garbi, it means sour, arid, uh, poor. No, The soil is so um, um, arid, uh, limestone, chalky, very tough actually, exactly, completely white, made with many small pieces of, uh, uh, similar than many pieces of uh, Parmesan cheese, No, know, <laughs> scaglie of cheese, scaglie of a limestone, chalky. Uh, and this is the characteristic, one of the first characteristics in this special area. And
0: is that, was Monte Gabi, Carbi, was that the
1: traditional home for your winery? Honestly, our our wine is not a traditional wine, no. because uh, we are not a, a, a hold or a producer. No. Sure. Uh, in our case, uh, when we started to produce a wine, we decided to create a wine a style leader. Probably a little more modern style, okay? Because uh, that's what's going to sell. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, honestly, it is always difficult to say modern style or classic style. You know? uh, our idea it was create a creative wine uh, balance, you no, know? not too sweet, uh, not too heavy, uh, really pleasure to drink with a nice complexity aromatic, but uh, um, with a, a balance uh, high quality the sugar. Nice this, acidity. It's a very pretty garnet color. Yeah, the color is not so intensive because we are not in Tuscany or right, 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 or right. in the south mm. Italy where but
0: I see the climate you, is
1: totally different. No?
0: I see how you say it's very floral. Yes, wow. absolutely. really great rose yes. and purple violets mm. and
1: a little bit of spice, a little bit of spiciness to it. Yes, spicy, it is the corvinone, the bigger corvina. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, when I say before, it is a grape give it the wine sometime the note of ge- vegetable note because uh, there is always this uh, expression. Then also the soil, uh, uh, limestone, no? uh, give it the wine this uh, expression a little spicy, herby. herby uh, typical. We have uh, the, some selvatic herb in the, in the soil like uh, rucola selvatic, chamomile meal mm-hmm. selvatic, uh, other uh, gramigna. Uh, give it a wine this is an old particularly um, so
0: pretty and it is on a the wine palate, it's got terrific texture it's um, it's sometimes repasso could be too much like amarone they're trying to push yes. that too far that skin, second skin contact this is light and it's elevated and there's a lot of finesse yeah. uh, the fruit is red red fruit red exactly. berries exactly. and with a bit of um, Almost a, a round, like black pepper.
1: Exactly. The pepper, it is a one of the expression, uh, not in all the place, depending on the soil, but usually in the, sop, in the top of the hill, with this soil, there is a sensation, especially when the wine is a younger. Uh, this is a 15, 2015. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it is a wine aged one year in oak, to no French oak. And uh, uh, it is our, uh, wine uh, must uh, representative, no? Because sure. uh, for us it is a, a nice wine for the table uh, because uh, 14 degrees of alcohol, it is a nice concentration. Okay, Why so not, not too high, high alcohol. Exactly. Uh, we have about uh, 8 grams of residual sugar. Oh, cool. uh, so a fair amount of residual yes. sugar. But it,
0: doesn't, but it doesn't
1: drink sweet by exactly, any means. Exactly, because there is this combination with uh, with uh, with the contact of the skins of a marone. Give, yeah. it the, give it the wine a sensation not only high uh, cold, but there is a fusion when tasting the wine with the, the, the glycerin uh, really, mm-hmm. nice. really nice. Well, this is very pretty wine. Um, how much of this do you produce? Uh, the quantity? Yes Yeah this is uh, probably the, the, about a 300,000 bottle. Okay. yeah yeah. And and a
0: good amount comes to the US so this is a wine that people can find in the United States. Yes,
1: yes yes oh, very nice. What's next? Next it is, uh, we introduce uh, Amarone. Oh, Amarone, uh, Amarone right to the top. exactly. <laughs> uh, before I explaining, uh, we can produce uh, the same, in the same uh, vineyards, two different uh, wine. Mm-hmm. Then first it was of a Pulicella, second it is Amarone. Amarone is made with uh, all the grapes dried, all the grapes dried. Usually uh, the regulament, uh, uh, it, we, we select uh, the best grapes in the vineyards, usually in two different time, uh, because uh, we start the uh, first week of September, and uh, with uh, we select uh, the best grapes. And uh, after one week, ten day, depend uh, always on, on the weather. Uh, if the climate is nice, we have uh, more time, then we can uh, wait. If and how the, was
0: the vintage in 2013?
1: The vintage 2014. It is a vintage, uh, for me, not bad, but not the top, top. Not like 2010? Exactly, exactly. We had a fantastic 11, 12, 15, 16. So it's 15 really and 16, exactly but those lines are still in barrel. Exactly. For the Amaroni. Uh, 14, probably it is a vintage, a little fresher okay. than uh, the other. Uh, then in this case, uh, we, we can wait uh, uh, not so big a concentration but uh, fresher uh, approachable.
0: Which is nice, because sometimes Amarone can get to be too overly concentrated, so
1: almost port-like. Exactly. Amarone usually it is a wine really rich and concentrated, but I explained it before, uh, we are not uh, a producer from long experience. And uh, in our case, it was uh, easier to decide to create uh, something different than classical Amarone. We decided to create a, a different experience and uh, for to improving some particular of the wine. Usually Amarone, it was always a, a wine uh, or sweet or jammy, expression, mm-hmm. yes. or um, heavy, no? Uh, with some note of oxidation, yep. it was typical. When we started to produce wine, I remember, it was difficult, honestly, 25 years ago to find the Amarone wine really clean first without oxidation, uh, without this characteristic, you know, uh, cook, uh, f- uh, f- uh, cook fruity mm-hmm. and not the fresh fruit. Right. Yeah. Then we, we try to, to improve in this characteristic. We, we, we uh, started to pick up the grapes, for example. We learned to pick up the grapes a little early than the normally um, uh, moment, not at the end of September but a little before when we have more acidity and less residue sugar. Usually it was normal also to press in the grapes after Christmas because... After Christmas, that long to dry. Exactly, because age for three months then, September, October, November, and December. uh, Usually you finish uh, at the end of September. It was normal uh, at the end of December, but it was normal to wait uh, until after Christmas, then January, uh, half January. But we learned uh, if you wait too much, the expression of the wine, it is a little different. It is a full body, richer, sweeter, heavy, heavy and with an expression of a fruity, a little jammy, a little marmalade. Then we prefer now to create, the, we have a two different levels. This is the first selection, and uh, we'd like to say it is our food friendly style because uh, usually Amarone, it is considered a wine always for to drink with the cheese. With cheese, yes. No? And it's true, it's normal. But we said, I and my brothers, why not to create a style of Amarone for to drink with food like meat, beef, steak, mm-hmm. a normal steak without an elaborate dish, no? And uh, then we change this small characteristic, you know, this period of the harvest, the pressing, and also the aging, not too long, but only two years, not three years, because uh, we learned after- In oak. In oak, French oak. Only two years. Exactly, this level only two <clears throat> years, because uh, after two years, you have again a, a fruity time. If you ate another year, the second labor, it is uh, Campo de Gigli, it is our single vineyards, aged three years. After two years, the third years start another complexity aromatic, more balsamic, uh, more liquidy, so totally different. Here, instead, our research, it was create a style of Amarone, really uh, fruity, but uh, with an expression of the fruity, fresh, not jammy, not a marmalade. I know probably it's not a classical expression of Amarone, but hi, my brothers. Uh, it was easier to think something different. Then, uh, some my colleague told me, it seemed not an Amarone, it seemed another, another wine. At the end, if you test the, uh, the, 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 the vintage holder, and we, can, we have uh, the older vintage here, if you want, uh, it's possible to, 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 to understand the evolution of the wine. But the first approachable is not an Amarone so big, so concentrated, no. Uh, well, I know that uh, people, this, this wine is I not know that people like when open a bottle of Amarone, they wait a, a powerful, you yeah, uh, know, really? replay. Uh, some, some people say it, it's nice, but it's, uh, here our research is creating a creative, uh, style elegant um, and really balanced.
0: Well, and that's what you've done. I mean, it's... It, it's, it's got that same kind of florality that the repasso had. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of those uh, uh, black pepper notes. It's not heavy or big on the nose. Very elegant, like you said. Mm. But the texture is more. Yeah. It's, it's uh, velvety. It, it, the tannins are there, but they're fine. Um, but elevated by acidity, not heavy by any
1: means. But with a definitely, this is Amarone. I mean, you can tell it's Amarone. Yes, I like it. It's a fujo from uh, um, the residue sugar, the acidity, and uh, the glycerin, you know, creating, uh, a particular um, sensation when tasting the wine. Mm. Because uh, it's important when you taste the wine, the wine clean, the the. In the, when tasting the wine, is uh, at the end uh, the result? Uh, it is a uh, clean. You know? yeah. I want food with this wine. Ah. It's
0: a yes. nice, nice Italian dinner with this wine. Exactly. Be beautiful. And you have one more wine to taste today. Yes.
1: Yes. What do we have left? So, right. And at the end, uh, we have a Campo dei Gigli. Well, this is the, Campo dei Gigli is our single vineyards. Okay. It is a wine. Uh when we started to produce wine, we started with a diesel label. And it is a wine made uh, as small vineyards, four hectares, then it's a limited production. Oldest vine is in our farm, 45 years old. 45 years yes. old. Okay. So it's they're a, not producing it's much a a anymore. Traditional exact traditional pergola veronese. Uh, here we have the vineyards. Uh, Uh, More quantity, it is Corvina, Corvinone, Rondinella. But we have uh, some vineyards like Molinara, some vineyards of Barbera, because in the past, they they used probably other Sangiovese. So here, it is the quality of grapes create a difference. Uh, All the vines, Uh, in this case, uh, the soil is so uh, arid, rocky. And usually, the vineyards produce a really low quantity. We produce uh, only the best year, not uh, every year. For the Campo de Gili. The Campo de Gili, exactly. Campo de Gili is a fantasy name, but uh, Campo is a vineyard. Mm-hmm. Gili, it is a, a flower, it is okay. a lily flower. A
0: little flower.
1: It is the flower symbol of a Antonio.
0: Oh, okay. No? So it all ties exactly. together.
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh, then uh, it, it is a wine, most important. Then we say, this is the vineyard of a Antonio, Campo de Gili. Uh, in this case, the grapes dried for 10 days, 15 days more than the first selection okay. uh, and fermented in open barrels. Open barrels? Open barrels. We buy every year the open barrels for this specific wine and uh, the fermentation is natural. In this case, we don't use a yeast selector. So
0: just the yeast that's is, on the grapes in no, Exactly. The-
1: it's indigenous grapes. Uh, East, sorry, um, and uh, start the fermentation slowly, and it is a long fermentation about 30-35 uh, day. Okay. Every day we put down the skins. By the end we remove the, yeast, the skins, and uh, after 25 day when the fermentation it is uh, at the end, we um, we close the, the barrels with a cellophane, and usually the wine and the the, the skins stay. Um, again, 15 days for maceration.
0: After clo- after, after the fermentation,
1: barrel. then after this period, we separate the wine and the skins, you know? and we close the barrels. and so The wine ages the same barrels for three years. Then mm-hmm. first selection two years in this case, three years. The result is a wine richer, probably I, I say more classic Amarone, okay. Um, full-body, rich, but always made with the same hand, the same hand, then uh, the same idea, the same philosophy. Fresh, uh, clean, and fruity. Uh, It's clear. One year more in the cellar, in the the barrels, the expression, it is a a little more balsamic. It is a um, a little spicy. It is a different than uh, the first. The election. nose
0: is a little more serious to me.
1: Exactly. Also the residual, uh, high coal, it is a little higher. Here we have a 16 degrees of high cold 16? Exactly. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's up there. Uh, yeah. So less, less residual sugar though. Exactly. Yeah, the fruit is a little, um, it's it's not, I wouldn't say it's baked, but it's drier. It's, it's not, mm-hmm. as, not quite as fresh. Um, more concentrated. Again, a good, a good, uh, good floral notes. Oh my! Yeah, that's delicious. Yeah, And especially if you say thir- this is the 2013. Yeah. If that was a harder vintage, I want to taste what's
1: exactly.
0: coming from exactly. 15, 16 exactly. when they come out. Yeah, and this is a wine that you can definitely lay down and age. Well, Armando, thank you so much for your time today. Your wines were just delicious. Uh, I tell people they should go out and get some reposado to drink now to wait for the Amarone to be ready, for a little more mature. Drink the Amarones and enjoy them with food because they're they're they're, they're delicious and unique. And there was a wonderful chance to taste them. Thank you for thank your time. Thank you. Nine.
1: Thank you very much. For me, it's fantastic opportunity for to introduce our wine, especially our idea. Uh, to create a wine a little different than the normal uh, production. Thank you again.
0: For John's tasting notes on the wines from this episode, go to www.thehonestporepod.com. Make sure you catch every episode by subscribing to The Honest Pour with John Lennart at iTunes, Stitcher, or the Google Play Store. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook at The Honest Pour with John Lennart and follow us on Twitter at The Honest Pour. This has been the Honest Poor with John Lennart, music by Kevin MacLeod.